please be advised. The Kind of Movie Critics podcast may contain spoilers. This includes most of the movies you're going to want to see. This shit also contains profanity, so there's that. Enjoy. Yo, yo, this is Treasy. Hey, hey, this is Corey. It's Martin the Mailman. And I'm Young Leezy. And uh, we're back, the Kind of Movie Critics, uh, with Chandler again. I'm back. Hey, he's back. <laughs> you're, you're home again. I, I just have been sleeping outside of the studio for a week, so thank you guys for letting me back in. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like New Yeezys. He's being hazed. It's a haze. (laughs) It was really cold out there. (laughs) Like Project Mayhem and shit. (laughs) Man, 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 man. It's been a a pretty loaded week with media um, with this R. Kelly stuff. Uh, I just want to start off by saying uh, there's a lot of pedophiles that I didn't realize that were out there. And that's all I'm saying about that. Uh, That R. Kelly shit exposed a lot of people on my timeline. Same. and and uh, just to be clear, if you're a follower that thinks R. Kelly was cool, like everything he was doing was cool, you can unfollow this podcast right now. That's uh, Treasy speaking. And we're off R. Kelly and on to other <laughs> shit that we've seen. Uh, what did I see? I, I saw it before the last episode. I saw Downsize, the uh, the Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. That oh. was so cute. Yeah, I like Downsize. I I, I don't I, I didn't hate it. But it, it wasn't the movie I thought it was going to be. What did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be about this guy who wants to get small and his wife leaves him and he finds a new lease on life as and he explores this small life. But then that whole subplot about like going, running off with the Asian woman and like. <laughs> She's great. I who, like her. <laughs> that was not in the trailer at all. Like, well, they can't give it away in the trailer. Didn't you say you hate that? Like a whole half of a movie is is it's like. That that story. I'm not saying I needed to know that story in the trailer, but it just it wasn't what I thought it was. You know what's crazy? What's funny is from the trailer, I didn't get that his wife didn't do it with him. I didn't either. Yeah. Oh, I did. They 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 revealed that. Oh. Yeah, that got that was total spoiler alert. Oh. Maybe you saw a trailer I didn't see. Like, I didn't. All the the trailers I saw was about him, you know, enjoying how cool being small was. Like it was like this is like a, an amazing experience. Right. And it was like, don't get me wrong, I didn't hate the movie. I just it wasn't what I thought it was. It 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 was R rated. Oh, like you, there's like f bombs and frontal nudity and we talked about it a little bit, man. They've been marketing Matt Damon movies wrong for I don't know how many years now, and I don't know when it started, but like it, like I don't know if it started with that Great Wall movie. <laughs> that, that oh my movie. god, I forgot oh, about man. that. I forgot about yeah, that. I got a funny story about that. It's real okay. quick. Yeah, I was watching Pro- Project Greenlight, the most recent version, Uh-oh. and like halfway through Project Greenlight. He just shows up wearing the long ponytail wig, and they never talk about it. And I was like, "Yo, that, what is happening here?" Is that it turns out one, it was for the Great Wall. Right. Is that the one where they made that shitty like B comedy? Yeah, and he terrible. like got into it with the black producer. That's right. Mm. That's, I don't. I it's don't a good season of television. It's a very bad final product. Yeah. The, but but only I've never seen Battle of Shaker Heights. Stolen Summer is actually not bad for what it is, but it's not good either. It's definitely not something they could have put in theaters. Right. Did right. you watch Battle of Shaker Heights? Anyone? No, no, that's the Shia LaBeouf That's one? the Shia LaBeouf one. I never saw. I was too young back then. You know, I watched the I'm one with guy. um with Aiden Quinn, the with the little boys or whatever. So it's a, like I said, it's for what it is. It's if you're like ten years old watching this movie, like it's it's decent. Mm. But mm. yeah, uh, I also watched two or three really terrible Netflix Christmas movies. Oh lord, um, my room my roommate enjoys them, and they are literally like Sharknado, but for women. First of oh, all, wow. like the, I love how you're putting it that way, like very gingerly on the podcast when like you have been saying I've been forced to watch this bullshit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Listen, hey, it's 2018. Sharknado is for everybody. I just <laughs> <want to say. laughs> like. 
Come on. They're bad. Yo, They're so bad. Can I give a confession, man? We don't sign up for them to be good, though, just so you know. I know that, but... They're they're bad. Send them a confession, man. I don't know what the fuck Sharknado is. Like every time somebody says it, I'm like, what are they talking you know, about? It's a sci-fi, sci-fi movie. A, it was a no. really crappy sci-fi movie that got I'm like never, a cult following. I, the only time I hear about it is when people say it, and I, I I've never seen a commercial. I don't know what the logo looks like. I don't it's know what a the fucking tornado is. of sharks. That's what the logo looks like. So, it's got Ian's earring. So Steve from fucking nine hundred two one zero is a star. Wow. And Tara Reid. I'm not. Yeah. I'm. And yeah, and her. The problem with Sharknado is that it's because <laughs> there's, there's only plenty one. Of bad, yeah, there's it's one problem. <laughs> the perfect film, other than this one thing. Uh, there's plenty of bad movies that have cult followings, but it's because they were like genuinely made, like with real heart. And Sharknado is just like, okay, we want to make a cult movie, mm. so let's just make it bad on purpose. And that's just like so cynical, man. Well, I, I actually oh, like I actually like shark it as, tornado. Yeah. Yes. That is stupid. First of all, I watched I watched um there was a movie that they had where it was like a megalodon versus like a giant fucking crocodile and Jaleel White was the star. Oh my. Yeah. So it was like Lake Placid versus the fucking Megalodon. First oh of all, the fucking Megalodon's way bigger than the crocodile, yeah. right? And Crocodiles live in fresh water. So how is a shark? Oh, because realism was part of this yeah. equation. <laughs> like, yeah. but and, like, <laughs> so look, and then like they're on a fucking naval ship, like firing cannons and shit at the shark what? and at the fucking crocodile, and then they fight. But that movie uh-huh. is meant to is they're playing it straight. It's not played for laughs. None of that. Sharknado is making fun of itself. It, it's making fun of they're that all, genre. And that's what oh. I don't like about it. They're all made by the same company, actually. Yeah. And so there's like, more than one? There's two there's of There's like them. seven Sharknados, but then there's... Is it really? Yeah. But then like the company that makes those movies, once one got popping, they made a whole bunch of other similar ones. And a lot of them, they make fun of movies that are coming out. Like when Pacific Rim came out, right. there was one with Tretch. Oh wow! It was called like Atlantic, Atlantic, Needle. Atlantic Rim or, or something <laughs> like some bullshit. Atlantic Edge. And the, the the special effects are awful. They're like, terrible. They're terrible. They make the movies for like five million or some nonsense. That I mean, much? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Sci-fi movies get budgets like that? Yeah, I mean, you got to pay people. This is uh, the Asylum is the studio that makes yeah. these mm-hmm. movies. They also had one. Uh, did they I'm, do Lake Placid three? Oh my! God. I think they did. Um, well, yeah, and they, Transmorphers was my favorite. Yeah, two thousand seven Transmorphers. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Oh, my stepdad loves them. My stepdad watches them all the time. Y'all are deep into some shit I've never heard of. This it's, is like the dark net. It's, of movies. it's just meant to be like stupid. Well, here's the thing though, Transmorphers, right? If you take Transformers and you switch the latter consonant sounds. It's transmorphers and it still kind of means the same thing. That's what's genius about that one. Wow. You know what's funny? I think Martin has so much to contribute to this and he's just sitting back listening. I feel like you're a Sharknado enthusiast. Nah, I like sci-fi because I like a lot of shows on there, but I don't like Sharknado. I mean, I never watched it before. I never so watched yo. Sharknado. Sharknado was done with $1 million. That, that, it I'm fucking impressed stars Ian Zierich. Like <laughs> yo, Sharknado 2, $1.5 million. I'm, oh. I'm just impressed that sci-fi movies get budgets like that, personally. When you see it, you'll understand. I'll understand. They're terrible. But, and they make their money back, I'm assuming, because like watch... people people like them. It's kind of stupid. There's one on, um, there, what is it called? Ascension? That was supposed to be like a TV series. I watched that, and it stars um, the dude from Dear White People. Which one? I cannot think of his name, but the one that's like the 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 
class president or whatever dorm. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's in it. And it's about these people who believe that they've been on a spaceship for like 40 years, but they're really just like in a fucking <laughs> aircraft. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like they're they're not in an aircraft, but they're in like a fucking, what do you call it? Where you house the aircraft? They're like in like a, a hangar. They're in like a fucking hangar inside oh. a spaceship with like <laughs> lights projecting around it to make them believe that oh they're in it. And they think they think that they're like going to another planet to repopulate it. And it's going to take like a hundred years to get there. And mm, that's too much. It's a whole lot. I can't deal. What you seen, Martin? Um, I'm really into this show called Patriot on Amazon. It's kind of like uh, if I would have mixed Barry and uh, Killing Eve, because it's basically about this spy who um, he's kind of he kind of hates his job and a dead end job. And he has to play as this um, industrial engineer at this company. And he has to go back and forth between Luxembourg and Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And he really just wants to be a singer. So, like, Barry is, like, this hitman who wants to be an actor. This is, like, a spy who wants to be a singer. Right. A similar premises or whatever. But it's really dark and it's, like, really funny. It has, um, I forgot the dude. But the dude from Law is, like, the older guy, bald or whatever. Oh, yeah. uh, I ran into that John guy on an airplane. Locke. Was he John Locke or something like that? Yeah. yeah. I ran, when I went to Hawaii, he was on the airplane with me. He's oh, local. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he lives. Yeah, he yeah. lives here. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, but I, I really it's on season. I'm on season two right now, but I like it. It's a really like dark and funny show. And my yeah. and my roommate was like, "You're from Lost," and he gave both of us the look like, "If you don't shut the hell up, because you know when you're getting on the plane and there's that part where people stop walking, you're just yeah. kind of standing there. But we ended up stopping in front of him, and he was just kind of like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I was on Lost, yeah, I was on Lost." And, I, and Stacey was like, "Uh, uh, uh, uh," and I was like, "Just walk forward." Just walk forward. <laughs> You're making it weird. I saw I saw Nick Cannon on a flight when I was coming back from L.A. The last time I went to L.A. and I saw Nick, and I knew it was Nick Cannon because he had on a red turban in the incredible headphones. Oh, this was the <laughs> turban days. Huh? This was the turban stage. Yeah, of Nick it was, Cannon. It was okay. turban Cannon, and and that, but he's the only he's the only person I've ever seen wear incredible headphones. Like like so, I just knew it, and it was him. But he was doing his best. Like, let me look at my phone and look down so nobody notices me, sort of thing. And I guess it worked because nobody said anything. Maybe wearing the yeah. turban was was he in know, first class? He was in well, whatever. Yeah, the, he was in the front of the plane. He was like the, the second row. Oh, yeah. in the I, plane, saw, so. I saw Lil Duval one time coming back from Orlando. And he was in like the back of that plane, hey. but he probably not there no more. Yeah, it was before <laughs> yeah. Smile, bitch. Yeah, it was definitely before that. Yeah. Uh, anything you up on, Lizzie? Um, I actually started, and this is really old, and I'm late, but I started Hannibal, which was like the NBC adaptation of the. The series of novels about uh, okay. Hannibal Lecter. It takes place right before, in terms of the timeline, because it's set in like 2018, which is really annoying. But it takes place um, before Red Dragon, so or or Manhunter, whichever yeah, one you I saw. I prefer Manhunter. <clears throat> we know. I do not. Um, oh, interesting. <laughs> so um, I mean, I don't. It, it's fine. I I don't. The music is really cheesy in Manhunter. Um, Manhunter is really cheesy, but. Mm. It's uh, Will Graham, which was the Ed Norton character opposite Hannibal Lecter. And actually, in this one, John Crawford is black. Lawrence Fishburne is John Crawford. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> they Will Graham's a teacher at the FBI Academy, I guess. And he's not a um, he's not an agent. But like apparently he's a sociopath. So whereas in and you see him in Manhunter and in Red Dragon, like envisioning these crimes or whatever to be able to he's an empath to be able to figure out about these the serial killers and this one they kind of play him as like 
he's really crazy. Mm. Um, and he's like been assigned to Hannibal Lecter as his um, psychologist. Okay. Not really knowing, obviously, that he's a he's a um, a cannibal and a serial killer himself. <laughs> right. And so I, as I'm watching it, it starts off strong. Martin said he heard it sucks. It hasn't started sucking for me yet. Um, it moves really fast, uh, though, so I don't really love that. Um, okay. I like to savor the mystery. I don't like for it to be, like, tidy in one episode. Right. Um, other than that, I really don't have, like, a strong criticism. I will say this, though. If that was an NBC show, like, what the hell time did it come on? Because that shit is graphic. Oh, it's graphic? Oh, yes. Wow. I don't know. Not sure. It's like beautiful at the same time, though. Like even like the graphic stuff, they shoot it in a way that makes it look really beautiful, like artistic. Yeah, Yeah. it's not. It's not like CSI. That's not. It's not at all like that. So I do agree with that. And the special effects are actually really decent um, for TV. But I just the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, yo, this is coming on network television. (laughs) I had to forget, but it's actually on Amazon Prime. I'm trying to think um, what else I've been watching. Any and everything. I feel like this is a week of me like turning on movies and turning them off. I'll get like twenty minutes in and go nope, which is not like normal for me. Mm. Normally, I just fall asleep and keep it moving, but I just I haven't been able to commit to anything. Mm. Mm. Oh, I saw Vice last week. Did we talk about Vice already? Uh, we touched on it vaguely, I think last. Yeah, episode. we did because okay. we had yeah, very vaguely. Yeah, but you had seen it then. Yeah, I had seen it then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, didn't I, make it to the movies this week. I might go see Spider Man tonight. Oh, uh, yeah. I, th- I think that's a pretty good movie. I'm taking my kid. Yeah, I think she'll like it a lot. Nice. Chandler, it's on you, brother. Um, I did see Spider-Man on that note, and yeah, it's real good. Yeah. It's real good. I mean, a lot of people saying it's the best Spider-Man. I don't know if I can say that, but it's it's up at the top. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Yeah. Is Spider-Man black or something in this? Yeah. Is that what I'm saying? He's Afro-Latino. One of them. Peter Parker's in it, too. Oh, yeah. okay. You haven't seen the trailer, have you? <laughs> I'm so far removed from Spider-Man. Like when it comes to comic book movies, I'm usually the last person. Oh, but it, the trailer's been like ahead of all the Marvel movies. I'm trying to figure out how you haven't seen it. And I it's haven't been, seen, yeah, I haven't seen a trailer. Yeah. Wow. I watched one trailer on IMDb and kind of cool. Literally, like the f- past ten movies, like six of them had that trailer. <laughs> Yeah. So the last Marvel movies I saw was Black Panther and, and it came, like it, animated but they've been movies? showing they've been showing the trailer yeah. that long is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't remember it. It didn't stick with me. Do you do you remember it being the trailer being out that long? I remember I remember the trailer. I don't know if I remember it before other movies because at first I didn't really want to watch it because the animation looks kind of weird. But I think that's because they're like. Like the animation is kind of in like half of twenty four, so it's in like eleven frames per second. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they're like. They're drawing on top of that to like blend it together, so it looks kind of weird mm-hmm. when they're just like walking down the street and talking. But when it's actual like action and stuff, it's it looks good. amazing. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I admit I put up a wall when it was animated when I saw that it was animated because I, I thought it was gonna be one of those like straight to DVD. You see it in the little bin at Walmart, mm. like or you know, I mean, no. you shop, you like you go to Walmart and there's like this section of random animated Avengers and Iron Man movies. I yeah, thought it was yeah. going to be one of those. It was those? way better than that. Yeah, and then yeah. I found out it was theatrical. I was like, oh, okay. But then I literally didn't know it was theatrical until like the, the weekend it came out. Mm-hmm. Like you guys read comic books when you were young, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So this is like the most comic book movie you've ever seen, basically. Like it, it definitely takes the structure of comics and like applies that to the film in a way that no other film does. Oh, more than Sin City? Yeah, I think so. Okay. My bad. I'll cut you off completely. No, nah, you're good, man. So yeah, Spider-Man. Uh, and then uh, I also saw Bumblebee. 
the latest oh, I, Transformers. Oh, I saw Bumblebee too. I forgot about that. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. Things. Um, it really worked on me. I mean, man, it's kind of it's not doing great at the box office, and it's probably going to whimper out, which is a shame because I think it's like finally they learned how to do Transformers right. Mm-hmm. But at this point, the audience is already. Yeah, it's like if you first you don't up. succeed, try five times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually really, really, well, I'm biased. I really like Transformers. Me too. And it, it's a childhood thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I enjoyed the Bay films for what they were. Yeah. Uh, except the last one. I really didn't like the I night. didn't see the fifth one. Last Night is not good. And that's for someone who just wants to blow things up yeah. and just, you know, cool transformations. I couldn't job with good. the last Mark Wahlberg one either. The one before that. Uh, that was okay. Um, Age of Extinction. Yeah, Age of Extinction was okay, but the the first fifteen minutes of Bumblebee, if if you were into it as a kid, it's, yeah, it's awesome because you, I mean, you know, motherfucker coming out your chest. And oh, oh my trade. god, yeah. yeah when like, he said, uh, what, "Ravage, engage." Yeah, I was like, "Oh god." Yeah, <laughs> it's, so it, cool. it's like your childhood in fifteen minutes if you yeah, were man. into it, and even the. Um, the reference to the movie, the animated movie with uh, "You've Got the Touch." You got the touch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did you have you seen it? No. Oh, there's a the animated movie from '86 has one song that plays like a couple times in it, and so when it played in Bumblebee, like three people in the audience were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> so you you got the touch is the song that Dirk Diggler sings in Boogie Nights, though. That. So is it's it that song? Sa- no, oh, okay. Not, no, <laughs> so that, but that's song. what pops into my head when yeah. you were like, you got the touch. You know, and You're a winner. No, it's not that. <laughs> so like, and then, you know, I was with Stacy, and she she was like, what? And I was like, I'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just such a cool moment. That was a whole nostalgia movie, which I, 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 that was one of the few times I appreciate fan service. Yeah. I mean, I think it does it well in a way that doesn't necessarily feel like it's cloying for your affection. I think it wins your affection, like, through legitimate means and then there's just cool like 80s references and stuff i mean i don't know there's like a rick astley reference that's pretty uh you yeah. know I, I wasn't a fan of that <laughs> and then did you get rick rolled in the middle of the movie? yeah yes <laughs> yeah pretty much you get rick rolled it's like that's it, like the third movie that's done that this year really yeah. rick rolled yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. ralph breaks the internet yeah wreck it ralph did it um somebody else did it too i forgot i missed that but it's that's good crazy. man i mean it uh, Haley Steinfeld is, I think she's got a bright future in Hollywood, man. She's really good. And the whole structure, I mean, it's like the good part of the first Transformers where it's just like Shia LaBeouf and Bumblebee. It's like that, but a whole movie but a, where it's just like yeah. they have this really tight bond and he really draws you in emotionally. Um, the action is like way better directed than Michael Bay ever could do. And, like, and who is this? Who directed? This guy. Oh, that's the interesting part of the story. Okay. Uh, Travis Knight. He, Son of Phil Knight, the Nike co-founder. Nice. <laughs> he uh, he was the head of Leica Animation for a long time. Right. Which, you know, they did like Coraline, uh, the box trolls. Uh, yeah. Most recently, Kubo and the Two Strings, yeah, which yeah, this guy was very, very good. good. And this guy directed that. That was his first directorial effort. Um, and then, I mean, I remember reading that story. It was like, oh, he's jumping to a huge budget yeah. live action movie. He's got it now. He knows how to work with actors on set. Uh, he, the framing of animation, like the fact that it has to be so purposeful, I think is why the action in Bumblebee is so good mm. because everything's very deliberate. There's, I mean, he, he kind of stays on one shot for a long time and lets stuff play within the frame instead of cutting rapidly back and forth, which is what Michael Bay does. Right. Um, which I mean, and I like Michael Bay too. I'm not trying to trash him, man, but right. Bumblebee so is really good. <laughs> 
Yeah, Michael Bay, if you're out there, I'm a big fan. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay. Well, yeah, that, I remember you saying some good shit about Bumblebee, so yeah, that's reassuring. Yeah. And the only thing I didn't like, uh, the transition from the second to the third act is a little weird. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember, there's the part where they're driving and they get confronted by like the government agents. Yeah. And then they go home. Like, that's right. Yeah, like, like they have a they have a mini battle, and then like later she catches up, and the kids like at home. Yeah, and it was she was like, hey, he's like, yeah, I just left that government battle thing. Like I'm just at home now. <laughs> <Government> <laughs> like it's like what? That's and then funny. they then they go off on the third act, which was was decent, but the opening action sequence was done really well. Mm-hmm. So cool. I wish they had carried that throughout the rest of the film. I know. I know what you mean. I mean, there is the part where they like go back a little bit later in the movie and they're like, oh, there's more to this sequence. It's so good. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, I didn't really see much outside of the R. Kelly thing, but I I tell you what, that, that, uh, you mean you were just watching ignition over and over again? Or trapped in the closet? (laughs) No, the the documentary. No, I'm not even R. Kelly fan, like in the least. Never been. I haven't since I, I can't, I, I saw the, the the tape I saw that and then when people were still trying to defend him after that and I'm like bro halfway through he's fucking singing to her and now he's like that's not me it's him in his house mm. with his face yeah. and he's fucking singing he's like it's yeah. not me I'm like all right guys yeah. I don't understand that whole and thing, then people but... are like maybe he didn't do it we 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 I like at this point I'm like you can defend Bill Cosby more because you definitely didn't fucking yeah, see him do it the women didn't see him do it yeah. we saw him do it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like like evidence. I saw you I believe my own eyes I yeah. don't have to hope for anything it's fine yeah that, yeah that guy's been done to me um he's been dead to me well, my my big gripe is is like they're like well Hugh Hefner dated young girls I'm like no no he dated young women now he may have dated underage I don't know that. But I don't. I don't. From what I recall, no, yeah, the women that I know of, he were like eighteen and he was yeah. like ninety, which is still that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, but it's not. Legal. It's crazy, but it's, it's not technically illegal. not illegal. Yeah, it's not so, illegal. And they're not children. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so you're sitting there like he did it. It's like no, he did something completely different. Like there's yeah. a clear difference between dating dramatically younger than you and getting it on with a child yeah. like that's there's clearly and, a and, line. I, and i wish people would stop grouping this into the trying to bring the black man down thing because this well, the is funny not thing that. is people are like well elvis and i'm like well if you watch the documentary elvis fucking comes up yeah. they, they talk about that yeah. they chuck talk berry. about how it chuck berry elvis jerry lee lewis they yeah. talk they talk about well chuck oh. berry's not white but they talk about white men who have engaged in this so cute nice right. try and yeah. i'm sorry if just because a white person does something wrong doesn't mean that you should also get away with it. Both of your asses need to yeah, fry. Both of them need to fry. This, this ain't that, man. Don't conflate the two issues. This guy's fucking nasty. He deserves to be fucking fuck jail. He deserves to be like. Somebody said he needs to go to the place that's underneath hell. He needs that American History X curb. He curb You're going to hit him with the curb. He needs a curb biting. Yeah, that's that's where I stand with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's where I stand with that. Uh, but but what I have been doing is Chandler put me on to a really dope podcast that talks about movies called Blank Check. And they and they do like you you've heard of that too? Yeah. They they um they were on the same network as another podcast I like called Black Men Can Jump in Hollywood. And it's another did, good they one. They did man. an episode <laughs> together one time. So yeah. that's a but you, you can explain it what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's um they, they well, the only episodes that I've listened to, they do like these mini series where they take um, a director and they talk about their filmography and how they got to the point where they can have a blank check. Um, so the only mini series that I've listened to so far is Christopher Nolan. So they go through following Memento, Insomnia, into the Dark Knight stuff. And like they go through the entire filmography and they just and, and you know, they just deal with uh, 
uh, directors that, that have that are on blank check status. It's really dope, man. They, they take a really deep dive into a lot of like nerdy shit because they do film by film and it's more extended. But it is a very interesting listen if you're if you've seen the movies that they're talking about and you're familiar with the directors. But you've got to know a little bit more technical, um, you know, uh, you know, technical knowledge of these films and, and just how a set runs to really enjoy their humor. Cause they're funny to me. The, the 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 Griffin dude is hilarious. Yeah, but I I can't, I can't give him too much shine because then y'all fuck around, stop listening to us, and then listen to blank <laughs> checks. Uh, but uh, but no, you you should. They're they're pretty cool. I, I think this is a good time to announce that we're going to be starting a blank check review podcast every week. <laughs> right, <laughs> that'll be funny. Yeah. Um. But we can get into Bandersnatch, man. Um. The the latest release from Black Mirror, which. I think everybody at this table really loves Black Mirror. Yes. Am I correct in saying that? Pretty much. Cool, cool. Um, and, you know, they, they decided to do something new and come out with this interactive uh, episode, movie. I don't even know how to classify this I shit. I wouldn't call it either of those things, but we'll get into it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a special event is what they call it. It's a special <laughs> event. I think that's the best way to classify it. And here to give us a synopsis is the uh, sniper from Jack Reacher, <laughs> Corey Smith. <laughs> In 1984, a young programmer begins to question reality as he works to adapt a fantasy novel into a video game. Yeah. And um, very, uh, I don't know, man. So when it came out, I, this came out right on the tail of like Bird Box, I think, right? Right. During the yeah. holidays. Like the next week. And and it was a lot of stir, man. It was a lot of uproar. Um, uh, it had the internet going crazy for a minute. I know our group chat was jumping. Um, behind it. So, wh- wh- what did you guys think about this initial reactions? I was excited because I really like Black Mirror. So, it, Black Mirror has entered a phase where, like, you can you could sell me anything, and I'm kind of down with it. So, I heard Black Mirror. I heard a Black Mirror movie first, so I was excited. That's what I heard too. And then I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Black Mirror, serve it up. And then it was like, choose your own adventure. And I was like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I'm I I don't know how they're gonna do it, but I love it because they always. They they take concepts and, and do them very well. And right. A lot of their episodes have been odd concepts, odd stories. So I just I kind of went in with you know a blank slate. I right. didn't care. So I was very excited. Oh well, I loved it. I mean, I probably biased because I love Black Mirror anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, since the first episode, pretty much, like I I didn't like some episodes last season, mm-hmm. but I mean, I understood what they were trying to do. Right. But so me, it, it was definitely catered to me as someone who plays video games. Is someone who uh, just loves Black Mirror, so I'm probably biased about it. But I, I love the experience, maybe more than the story. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, so my thing was, I was excited about it, hearing y'all talk in the group chat. Like, y'all were really excited. They really achieved this, you know, pick your own adventure status, which I, we kind of, I'd heard about um, Soderbergh doing this earlier last year with HBO. But, uh, but, you know, Lizzie brought up a good point. It wasn't like on a same app. You had to download a separate app situation. Well, n- no. Well, I, actually, I'm not sure that there was a separate app for it so much as that HBO actually has two apps. There's HBO Go, which is the supplemental app to when you have cable. Right. And then there's HBO Now, which is like you're directly plugged in. Oh, okay. So you don't have to like go through a, a provider to get it. To you get just it. pay them directly, which most people like give you both options in one app. Right. Um, But... 
apparently it was on HBO now, but not HBO Go. I didn't know it was Choose Your Own Adventure when I got the article about it. I don't know if you sent it, Corey, or if you sent it, you sent it, Treasy. Um, it's, it hinted that they were trying to do something Choose Your Own Adventure, but it didn't come out and say that. And I knew the technology was available on Netflix because my daughter was like watching some Minecraft show where they could do it. And I, I really cannot think of another setting where you could pull this off um, for adults right? that it would work outside of Black Mirror. I don't know another... I don't know that I would want to watch this as a regular movie. Right. I can think of some uh, pornographic work, so this would be pretty exciting. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense because, I mean, Black Mirror is weird. It's odd. It's, and it's, it's about technology. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's a one-off situation. Every episode is kind of a one-off thing. So, I mean, this this would be silly if it was a, if it, it was a, a whole show was like this or I don't know. I mean, I, maybe it wouldn't be silly, but I, I, it is the perfect vehicle, in my opinion, for this. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, well, for me, like, it was, um, it, it held up, right? Like, the whole choose your own adventure, it was intriguing to me. And then I found myself about 30 minutes to 40 minutes through the story. I was just like, I'm kind of tired of choosing my own fucking adventure because like I, at that point I had chosen a couple of things that had shortened oh, you the entire, it. yeah, oh. I dead ended it. And I, and I was just like, you know what? It, it stops the momentum of the story for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I was getting all into the story and then I make this choice that stops the whole fucking momentum. Then it does this recap and brings me back to my point. I'm like, I think I just kind of want to watch the fucking movie. It actually doesn't bring when you when it recaps like that. It's not bringing you back to your point. It's actually showing you the alternate path to your point. So, but the, to be fair, the first time I watched it, I didn't hit any dead ends. See, oh, I, did. I, I, hit, I hit like one or two. I didn't hit any. So I didn't hit any. And like you know, when the first time you watch, it, you're not you can't like gauge how far into the movie you are, so you don't know how long it's gonna go on and on and on. Right. So like it was really like great experience for me the first time. The second time, I literally like chose the opposite of everything I chose the first time, and realized like where the tree branches separated more than once, mm. which was really really cool. But. I, I didn't hit any dead ends the first so time at all. No, hold on. My experience did do it. Like if I picked something wrong, it took me back to the beginning and then it like showed me segments of everything that it, brought me back to the same point to make a new decision. I'm telling you what it did. When like, I, what, what, that was you. When I yeah. did that, that like the third time I watched it, like I kept making it choose the same. I kept choosing the same thing when it would do that. Uh-huh. And it would give me something different because it would get me back to that point differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was telling you. You need to watch it a second time to right. get the full gamut of what it is. Right. Because the experience, the experience is the choose your own adventure. The oh. the story isn't that strong. In it's my not. Opinion. Yeah. But it's so if it's I've heard other people say that they're like I wish it wasn't a choose your own adventure. It got in the way. I'm like that's the whole point. It right. would have sucked if it yeah, was a it straight would, episode. Yeah. Like the whole point is for you to go through this experience. Well, I feel so, like yeah. yeah. I, 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 in terms of story, because we know Black Mirror is capable of more robust stories. I think they made it simple to – I think that was the draw, right? It's yeah. like you keep the story simple so that way, you know, from a production standpoint, you don't have to go too yeah. far. Well, you're catering to the, the gimmick. Yeah, you're you, catering you, to the gimmick. Yeah. And, so, so, and then I read an article, though, that it actually was um, – took two or three times longer than a normal episode. To, 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 to yeah, they said it took like thirty five days to film it. When a normal episode takes about sixteen to seventeen. Oh, days. I, I thought it was like the production was like an entire year for this. No, no. Yeah. The, the well, the, I think 
again, it's genius and it works so well for Black Mirror. And I, again, I don't know where else it would work because the whole concept of Black Mirror is a dark side of technology, right? right. Um, <laughs> Ted Kaczynski was right. So <laughs> it's the it's the dark side of technology and this is a new technology that Netflix has introduced. So it's something else for them to explore in terms of like, what you're doing if the if we're to believe that these are real people and they living breathing people and they're fleshed out like what the experience of choose your own adventure would be for someone who is a thinking entity right right um and then to like layer that it's i mean it's a video game it's not a movie sure it's that's what you're watching it's It's funny a friend of ours was like i feel like i was watching a video game i was like that's the whole fucking That's the point. point. Yeah. It is like, a video this game. Is, <laughs> this is a weird thing because I've I've encountered people that are were not happy. And I'm like, this is this, is, this wasn't for you. Yeah. Like it's a choose your own adventure movie. Like you can't sit there and be like, you shouldn't have done that. This would have been a better movie if you didn't do that. It's like, I feel right. like the whole that fucking point was to do a choose your own adventure. He's a mutual friend, but though. I feel like he doesn't well, watch Black Mirror. And I feel like if you've never seen Black Mirror, you cannot enjoy Bandersnatch the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, now, uh, for, so from because of what Black Mirror is, I mm-hmm. think it's genius in that way. And I yeah. think it. I think I probably would have been way more frustrated or befuddled or whatever if it wasn't Black Mirror. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I would, I probably would have been way more frustrated. Um, at the function of it and the story of it, but because mm-hmm. it is Black Mirror, I am more forgiving because I understand that this is, this, this is, is yeah, this is and new technology messaging on top of messaging, right? Yeah, yeah, this is this is like new technology, and what better fucking vehicle to sort of launch it out than on? And it's, I mean, it's not new, you know, other things that do it, but um, what other place to roll it out than a Black Mirror episode? or a black mirror experience. So I appreciate it for that. Mm-hmm. But then from, you know, the, the, just the movie goer, I mean, I can understand yeah. how somebody would get frustrated just because I, it's just, like, I threw out my traditional thoughts on movie. When I watched this, I looked, I tried to look at this as completely blank as possible because I'm experiencing something new and right. different. So I sentence structure, I mean, um, story structure, you know, the, the pace, the edit, like all that goes out the window. Right. Like, so I, you know, the only time I got frustrated was when I went back the second and third time because now the, the gimmick is over and you're you don't want to watch the same scene three times. Right. You're like, okay, um, I want to just get through this because now I want to see something I haven't seen before. Right. Whereas exactly. the first time, everything is new to you. No, even if you loop around, you're still experiencing something new. Right. So agreed. Mm. Oh, I played through. I mean, it, it took a little while because uh, me and my girlfriend we kept getting dead ends. So it would, you know, loop us back. And I mean, I feel like we got to that point where it's like they're rolling the credits and there's kind of a scene that's intermittent with the credits. The uh, fake credits. There is there is the fake credits. in there. Yeah, where yeah. it's like the daughter of Colin and she's like doing mm-hmm. the. Uh, the Netflix site. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> the actual game. Yeah. So I got there a few times and, and then the last time I got there, it was like it was just credits and I couldn't go back anymore. And I did. Interesting. Yeah. Did yeah. did y'all not get to that point? No, I, I actually didn't. I I mean, I got most of the endings. Yeah. I got that ending. Of course, I got the Netflix ending. I got the uh, train ending, and of course, like all the dead end endings, where like you jump off the, uh, you jump off the balcony, or you choose to make the video game in right. the video game uh, company or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I got that one. The only thing I didn't I didn't like about the endings. Is that, you know, after I watched it the third time, which I was I was done by the third time, I went and cheated and looked. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to watch this a fourth time. So let me see the other endings. 
Well, Yudori, some of the dead ends are an ending. Or endings. Yeah, that's the one thing that's I weird. didn't like. I thought you if if you're gonna get five different endings, you sh- they should be five official endings. Like yeah. you have to get to the end, not this dead end that loops back. Like I didn't that I kind of thought was lazy. But. I also I didn't like that the different endings when you made different choices. So like there was. A few of them were like you killed certain people that you had didn't have the option of killing before based on other choices that you make and stuff like that. I didn't like that visually you ended up in the same place. I didn't like that. I would have liked for it to be like completely different. I also didn't like that there was no happy ending. I would have mm. I, I would have liked for there to be a possibility where you could actually beat the game. You couldn't mm. beat the game. Like you understand what I'm saying? Right. You could argue that maybe him being reunited with his mother was a happy ending for him. Yeah, I figured that was a happy ending. Mm -hmm. When you got to the see when When I got to that point, yeah, yeah. When I I got to that point, I chose for him to not go with his mom. I do too. I don't remember what happened after that. I was I'd been drinking a little bit. When you when you choose for him to go with his mom, he 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 dies dies on the train. What happens when you? When you it just starts looping go. again. Does it, it just it, loop back? Yeah, or I don't I don't know if it does loop back. It does. It lets you go back and choose. Like if you if you if you followed what was his name. Colin, if you followed Colin, it like lets you see what happens. Okay. Well, it's interesting because by the time I got to leaving your mom, I had already followed Colin. I followed yeah, Colin yeah, the yeah, first so time. Yeah. Too, I like that guy, uh, the actor who plays Will Colin. Poulter. Will Poulter. Yeah, yeah. Will Poulter's cool. He just quit Twitter. Wow. Because uh, he was being bullied, I guess, on Twitter because people were saying he looked ugly in this episode. <laughs> he's kind of an odd, that is so he's an odd looking guy. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, he's a cool. I, he's I not like conventionally him. handsome, but. He was mm. supposed to play Pennywise in the uh, the mm. Kerry Fukunaga version of it. Oh, it, ooh, that would have been before he dropped right. out. Yeah. First of all, I didn't know Kerry Fukunaga was supposed to do it. Uh, that yeah, actually, been a lot of the script that ended yeah. up in it is still from him. That's. I mean, they did some rewrites, but a lot of the structure is him. That would have been low key kind of amazing. Uh, actually, yeah, I think it's a I would have been. That it didn't happen. Yeah. I would have enjoyed Will Poulter as Pennywise. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. So let's talk about the endings because how many official endings were there? Five. There's five. Mm. That's what um, IMDb said. They said there were five. And most of the stuff I've read has said five too. I th- I saw more than five endings. So well, the, I, well, no, I saw no, five endings, and they all have a variance to them, like a small though, one. Yeah. yeah, like where he ends up in jail. Okay, that's the ending I saw. Okay, one ending is he's still in jail, but it's different. If that makes sense, he's, so, he's in jail, but the newscast that you see yeah, is, is different. different. So oh. that doesn't count as a separate ending. They say ending in jail is still one ending with a slight variance. I'm interested as far as like when I y'all got to an ending, and it gives you the option every time to loop back. Did you guys do that, or did yeah. you just exit the credits? Because I looped back every time I could. And yeah, so I didn't. Cool. Said I well, yeah, it did I that didn't. to me a few times, but that didn't mean that I had seen everything. And I thought that it did the first time, oh, right, but then right, when right. I watched it the second time, I knew I can that name I had. Yeah, I know that there's like. stuff I didn't see, but I didn't want to sit through the whole ninety minute thing again. Yeah, you know. Y'all want me to list the endings? Yeah, please. Okay. Let's do these endings. IMDb says that there are five possible endings. One, death. Stefan leaves with his mother on the train, and they die in the crash. Two, jail. Stefan is imprisoned for killing his father. Three, fight. Stefan battles his therapist. And father during a session. Four. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I saw it, but I didn't see it as an ending. It, yeah. it made me loop. Right. So that's where I got mad. I'm like, oh, that. So for someone, that was an ending. Right. I'd be mad if that was the ending. Cause I didn't. I didn't think that was that great. Four. Set. Stefan jumps out of a window and realizes he is being filmed. I also experienced that. If you when you get into the that's fight, that's one of the Netflix endings. Yeah. The yeah. fight and the and that are are two different. 
five loop. History repeats itself, and Stefan's game is rated five out of five on television. Now, hold on. That list is incomplete because it doesn't have the ending where it just cuts to the music video for Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a real ending? No. He doesn't give you the ending where you're Rick Rolled. Oh, okay. So, so, so did anybody experience any endings outside of that? Um, outside of those? Yes and no. Okay. So those are the endings that I experienced, but... So, like I was saying, the commercial that it shows you. So, there's only one five out of five stars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the commercial that it shows you changes at the end. So, there's one where he kills um, the Tucker Soft guy um, mm-hmm. because when I, I kept looping it on one occasion, like he doesn't answer the phone for him. Mm-hmm. Because you know how he says, can you be done by Monday or whatever? Right. When There's one occasion where he doesn't answer the phone for him. In that situation, Colin is alive. And he's like, well, he's probably over there working. And he goes to check on him. Instead of, you know, the one where you can send Colin over there to check on him. And then he ends up, like, killing Colin. Yeah. Um, there's another one where his girlfriend goes to yeah, check on him. I got him. that. I got all. I managed to get all three to, to go to the house. Yeah. So. Yeah, mm, okay. I, I got a, a weird one where when the therapist like takes out her weapons or whatever, you can choose to fight her or jump out the window. And if you choose jump out the window, that yeah, was the Netflix that's ending. one of the yeah, Netflix yeah, endings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's two cool. Netflix endings. Yeah. yeah. The, what's the other one? They fight. You... Yeah. Oh, and the, oh, okay. I feel yeah. Fighting always led to a dead end for me. Cause, and then he gets dragged out of the therapist's office and then it dead ends. And unless you start over. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Netflix ending is a dead end too. So, but I never experienced the Netflix ending as a true ending. It was always dead ended. Well, me. the one, the one where he, where he sees that he's in the fucking Matrix, like yeah, yeah. I so from what I understand from reading stuff online, the film only puts you at the credits with no option to loop back once you've more or less hit all of the major endings. From from that point oh, on the I tree, right? So, I, I don't know what causes that. I just know I kept. I kept playing until officially the shit ended. Yeah, like, and so yeah. did I. And it doesn't mean you've seen everything, like Lizzie yeah. said. But once you've kind of touched every major pathway from from like a certain point yeah. in the decision yeah. tree, yeah, then then you're done, and it, you can't loop back anymore. So out of curiosity, right? Because uh, w- the way I read it, Apple TV didn't let sh- doesn't let you choose your own path, which is right? crazy. That's weird to me. Because I got a like a twenty five dollar Roku that let me do it. My, do my Roku it. let me do it, and I have like a, a super duper old Sony Media Player that lets you do it. Uh, so, yeah, and it let me. Wait do a minute. It. So when you watch it on Apple TV, you, you just can't, can't you just can't, it. Watch, you can't watch, watch it. Oh, okay. Oh, you can't watch the movie at all. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. See, all right now. So then that leads me to my next question. If you don't, if you didn't make a decision in ten seconds, it made a decision for you, right? It defaulted yeah. to yeah. whatever was there. So, oh, to whatever was there. Because so it's I, naturally, it's already s- prepped for you to select one. So, right. So right. it'll just pick that one. So, so you, you either just. This is the it. crazy gotcha. thing that I heard today is that if you just let all the default si- decisions happen, mm-hmm. it will play through every eventuality in the story. Oh, yeah. wow. If That's you true. just leave it on default, it'll lo- it'll play everything. You'll see everything. Interesting. Which takes that. all fun out of it. but Yeah, yeah. I guess it kind of does. Because. The the question that makes me confused, is there any one right story? Like, is there any one like if they were to ever take this theatrical and say, OK, we're going to just show you guys the default movie. Is there one way that's the default? I mean, no, if so. I would argue, it would probably be either chopping up your dad or going on the train. I think those mm-hmm. are. 
probably the two most real endings. Okay. Because I guess just from story structure, like when you find out about that, um, the author or whatever who chopped up his wife, when you're playing the uh, game, you're like, that's the thing I'm not going to do. And it's funny how it makes you eventually do that at the end of the movie or whatever. And I guess the core, um, like the core problem with his character or the thing he has to get over is that he feels responsible for his mother's death. So if you go back and you um, realize that it was going to happen anyway, I, that kind of resolves that issue, and that would be a good ending, I think. Okay. So I, I think those two are the probably the most real endings. So so when it came, to just no, so just talking and touching in on the story, when it came to his mom, so his mom was late for the train she was initially supposed to take, and then she ended up going on a train that I guess derailed or got into this accident or something like that. Derailed. And, and that was because of the father, right? And that's where his kind of animosity towards the father. It was going to happen anyway. It was going like to happen she, anyway. Yeah. If he found if he found his bunny, she she dies. It was if about he his doesn't bunny. find his bunny, she dies. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you all got to the ending where it's revealed that Bruce Willis did survive that train derailment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, they, did, but did you catch that? That it was kind of it was about his toy bunny. Yeah. So, but see, that's why I'm asking the question because it's like I didn't go back and redo everything, and I, you know, I just know what I picked there. I picked um, uh, when it was oh, when it was like continue looking for the bunny or leave the bunny alone. I think that was one of the yeah, options. Yeah. I think I, I think I chose like um, to continue looking for the bunny, and it just took me wherever it took me, and I, I don't ever remember having to go back yeah. and make that choice. So I didn't know, you know, it's like after you make the choice, and if it doesn't take you back, you don't think. About oh, what's the alternate branch but that you, comes? That's because that. you watched it once. Yeah, but but <laughs> everyone should watch it twice. That's what I'm, and and obviously this is supposed to be like the pro function. That's one of the pros of doing it is the repeat value. I'm sure, but man, just for me, like you know, I've it's I struggle to find time to finish an actual movie that I really like. But then you go to a choose your own adventure. It's just not economic for me, man. It's like I don't have time to keep going back. I just don't have that much time. But it's a video game. So yeah. if you think about it as a video, video game. Games. Yeah. But I mean, but when you were a little kid, like you found time to, to go back and, and do it a different way right. until you got it right. And it's, I'm not and I'm not saying that it's wrong, but I'm just saying that I guess for people like me, you you kind of lose out on the experience. It sounds it's like, like you the, just weren't as invested as we were. Yeah, I sat and I, watched, I watched it back to back on a Friday night. And the thing mm-hmm. is, like I watched it first and then I f- I feel like after I said it was dope, you were like, oh, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. And then Corey was like, yo. And then you were like, y'all hyping this shit up. Yeah, but, but, then, <laughs> but listen, but when I started getting to the choices, if you if you go back in the group chat, I was excited as fuck mm-hmm. because it, like because of the exp- the fact that they actually pulled it off was amazing. It is. I don't want anything that I'm saying to take away from that. What I'm saying is that like there almost needs to be a version of it that just doesn't have the gunk and then See, but then I disagree. That, yeah. I, don't I think want it takes away I think it takes away from it. Well, I'm not saying that it should your version should not exist. I'm just saying for people like me that just want to just then it's, okay, but then it's it doesn't have the same value. It's not the same story. It's if yeah. it's not the same story if you don't you're not playing God and choosing for him. Exactly. It's not the same story. If 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 you're paying attention to the dialogue, which I always do, yeah. um when he says he didn't when you choose to not make the video game at Tuckersoft, right. he's he's then introducing the concept of him being aware of you at that point. Right. Where he's like, I don't even know why I did this. I just did. It's almost like it's not even me. And then he becomes more and more aware of you. Yeah. And then it's like, it's like a, 
it loops you back because you're in control and then the game's pretty much like, no, it's going to be fucked up no matter what you do. Um, because no matter what choice you make, even as you being the player. Right. No, I get all It's that a total black heard... mirror, like perfect mind fuck. Like it's you the... think you're doing one thing and then something else is happening. Right. It's the perfect vehicle for black mirror. Uh, it's the, per- it's the perfect black mirror is the perfect vehicle for this technology. I, I get all of that. I guess all I'm saying, and I'm not refuting any of it. All I'm saying is, as if the rest of the Black Mirror series for season, what is it, season five, season four? I don't five. even know if there's going to be a season five. Like, if they just did this, I think. No, they confirmed that there is. Oh, there it's is? coming out this year. Yeah. This isn't okay. part of the season, this is though. Like this is special. A, this yeah. is a special, right. But, like, like let's, White Christmas. Let's right. just say, because yeah. this had a lot of Easter eggs, right? So, a lot. So let's just say there's some Easter eggs that, are, that go into the rest of the series that are contingent upon me watching all of the branches of what just happened in Bandersnatch. That wouldn't surprise me. Then I'm fucked, right? Like, I, I lose out on the experience unless I go back and fucking engulf myself in the Bandersnatch. And that's never going to happen. Well, back to your original point, though, like, that's... A, I don't understand why Apple would not have the technology. Oh, I, so the point I was going to make on that, you know, Apple's petty. Like, I don't know if you guys remember when Apple first came out, it wouldn't do anything with when the iPhones and stuff. It didn't have Flash. Yeah, there was yeah. a beef going on between Apple and the people who did Flash. Adobe. Was it Adobe at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a beef there and I think Steve Jobs had it out for him. And well, he, he was killed Flash. To- like single-handedly. Well, he kind of didn't. Flash is still a Flash thing. Flash is definitely is still a yeah. Yes. So Flash and Silverlight, Fla- Silverlight Flash is what you um, use to watch yeah, fucking Flash Netflix. Is still a th- <laughs> and and that battle right. just I, ended. It just yeah. it just ended because he okay. probably realized I can't. So this is like I don't know if Apple's being petty and just like I'm not fucking with Netflix's decision. I don't know what that is, but they've been petty in the past, so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. because there's no reason that. Apple TV, which I'm sure accounts for maybe at least 20% of the streaming devices that people use. I think it's fair to say that or an Apple product. You know what an I'm Apple, saying? Well, it worked on it worked on um, the iPad, and I think it worked on the iPhone. It just didn't work on Apple TV. Oh, okay. I, I think you can make an argument that that is kind of like a commentary on like exclusives for video games. How like you have a PS4, you could get God of War. People on Xbox are always like, yo, why can't you just that over here is like no this is exclusive to this thing right mm-hmm. well they should have picked that for like the i don't know for the roku maybe well, well, <laughs> but yeah. the thing is though if you i don't again i don't understand why apple would not have figured out the technology mm. if it's working on my sony media player which is in my opinion the shittiest media player you can get i hate the interface and it's like crazy old and they just get to a point where they just stop upgrading it because you know roku will upgrade forever and ever and ever and ever right if they can do it, right? And I know they can do it, not because I watched Bandersnatch on it, but because my daughter was playing the Minecraft shit on it, right? right. Why, why, are, and, and and fucking Cox Cable, yeah. the interface from, from Contour where you can watch Netflix on it, right. it also works. You can do that too, wow. So if you, so my thing is like, the technology's been around at least a year and a half. I was, I've been hip to it for maybe two months before Bandersnatch. Mm-hmm. But apparently, like, and and I apparently all of the content that was Choose Your Own Adventure was for children. Uh-huh. And so Minecraft's not even the first iteration of that. Right. So if it has been around that long, why why has Apple, Apple not yeah. figured out how to give that to its customers? Well, that's like apples and oranges, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a listener and you know the reason, man, you need to comment and let us know because I, I'm really curious to know. I'm with Lizzy. Like, the, if a Sony media player can do it, if a Roku can do it, if a smart TV can do it, why can't an Apple TV do it? It doesn't make any sense. But 
Um, y'all want to jump into the Easter eggs? Yes, let's. Let's go. What, what did y'all catch? So the first thing is the thing that they referred to as a glyph is the fucking white bear symbol. That's yes. the thing she kept seeing on the TV. And I was like, I know, I've know, i seen that fork. before. Yeah, I didn't catch that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I catch that one. Yeah. So now that makes me question what's going on in White Bear. Like, I have to go back and watch White Bear now. Oh, I didn't think about that. So you think, like, this is a whole White Bear experiment because it's like, like, when you say it makes you question what's happening in White Bear. Because remember, so, well, they, well, kept, they kept resetting her. Bear is. Okay, yeah, so really White Bear. Saying, White Bear is a loop. So it's White just, Bear is a loop. And mm-hmm. then White Bear is, um, White Bear is. From season two, yeah. season two, she wakes up in this room and the fucking symbol is on the television. Right. And I'm not sure what the symbol does to her brain, but now a white and white bear is set in present day. It's not set in, in 1984. Correct. So now I'm curious if um, what I have to go back and check for the symbolism in white bear. And I'm curious if it was a decision tree for her, wherever she was seeing the, 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 the glyph, I guess the white bear symbol was she having to make a decision there? Well, explain the White Bear episode. Though. Well, the White Bear episode um, is this woman, she wakes up, she doesn't have any memory of herself, and she's in like what feels like an amusement park, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Like she's going on about her adventure and she's running into all these people. She doesn't know if she should trust them. And then people are filming her. Yeah. And every time something happens, um, she's... Um, she's just really really confused and you get to the end and you realize she's in sort of like a prison for a crime that she committed she like kidnapped a kid and killed her mm. and um I mean, cuz you think it's like a zoo it's yeah like- it's like a zoo and she's but she's the protagonist and you get to the end and you really want to see her like make it and then you get to the end and find out she's evil yeah so she's and she woke she's waking up she wakes up the same loop Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how she got here, and she's trying to get out of it. And and, and, and and she keeps seeing the white bear symbol. Like, that's the first thing she sees whenever she wakes up. Well, not just that. She sees other clues that makes her think that, like, she, she has no connection to him, but she's trying to, like, like. She's trying she to put her brain back memories. together, like her, right, her memory's right, fragmented. Right. So, no, that is interesting, because now that you've established, what you just said, Corey, that white bear is a loop. Yeah. Um, but it is set in present day. So I wonder if this was like if Bandersnatch is the technology that allows, you know, what white what bear to is, exist. Right. That yeah. allows white bear to exist. So I really wanted to save this for the end of my Easter eggs because I have a fucking list. But okay, okay. Um, if you are if you when you get to the ending where the baby, what's the baby's name? Pearl. The ending of Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Yeah, I think it's Pearl. Pearl. You didn't see that where where it's it's set in present day and she's um prog- she's programming Bandersnatch that you're wearing that you're watching. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. When you get to that ending, if didn't you read the news ticker, uh-huh. it literally brings up all the other technology that you see in um in Black Mirror and unites the universe. Oh. So it talks about um it talks about it says memories, right? Mm-hmm. There's a there's a memory recording device. Well, there's two iterations of that. The one in Crocodile, which I believe is the earlier version, mm-hmm. and then the one in the entire history of you, which I think is meant to be a later mm-hmm. version of that. So it talks about that. It talks about um, one of the characters from the Waldo episode, um, and it introduces all the technology. So to go back and read. The ticker right. on that part to to catch a lot of it. Right. Um, the other nose the nose dive. The other two Easter eggs were the games nose dive and metalhead. Metalhead being the one 
where the, with the dog that follows you around from and that's last the season. same director as this episode too. oh nice nice yeah. nice nice um and then nosedive is obviously the one with the social media that comes mm-hmm. up later mm-hmm. which it didn't really relate to that i guess because it was like a really rudimentary game mm-hmm. did you notice that um his doctor was at saint juniper hospital Yes, yeah, I, didn't I, I that. saw that. that was an Easter egg. Um, I caught the one. I caught the metalhead mm-hmm. poster, mm-hmm. Um, and then I also caught um, the nosedive. They were somebody was playing nosedive mm-hmm. or something like that. He so had I, programmed I, both of those games. Yeah, yeah. I, I caught and both of those. It's like they took out the the vowels in it, and it mm-hmm. was just a consonant, so mm-hmm. it wasn't an in your face reference. But obviously, if you knew the names of the episodes. Then um, you would follow. It I didn't. In that I way. actually didn't catch Nosedive the first time, and yeah. then I was like, "Wait a minute, that's the episode with Bryce Dallas Howard." Right. Yeah, that's an actual video game too. Like the, uh, I think there's one ending. Well, it's not an ending, but you know when he's on the bus and he's listening to music. Mm-hmm. There's like uh, something where you could listen to like Bandersnatch tape, and it shows like a bunch of like beeps, kind of sounding like dial up, and it's some type of way where you take that. I didn't get that. You option. record that and put it into um. I don't know if you Google it or something like that. It'll take you to a site that actually has that nosedive game. So they yeah. actually created like a nosedive, like 8-bit video game. That is oh, a wow. post-credit sequence too. Like you yeah. have to get to the ending where there's no loop option and watch the credits all the way. And if you did the right sequence in the movie up to that point, you see a post-credit sequence. Interesting. See, y'all got something that I didn't get. Oh, I never got that. I had to read about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it, did it, how many times did you, did you do a three? I did it like three and a half. Oh wow! I quit in, in my third viewing. Once uh, you once you told me that if you get the phone number right, you get the secretary on the phone. I was like, well, then there's nothing I haven't seen. Oh wow! Mm. So did anybody catch the significance of 1984? Mm-hmm. Orwell. Yeah. 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 I thought that was very interesting. And too. Big Brother and your Big Brother yeah. and then and, and surveillance and all of that shit. So, um. Did you what see? You, oh. Did you see the Philip K. Dick poster? Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I, I got that. that. So when he t- when he drops acid with Colin and the spray can uh-huh. is like moving or whatever, it says Philip K. Dick. Next Interesting, to it. dope. Isn't what? it weird that that demon thing like never comes back? Did y'all see the demon? Yeah, oh, Pax. yeah. Uh-huh. Pax. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was weird that he. I he wanted went. that to be a more robust storyline. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I only saw him in that one branch, and then it never came up again. Well, no, it, actually, if you don't. If you see Pax after you followed Colin, he's an option. You can choose Pax at the safe. That's right. So I guess he probably shows up if you enter that. I didn't choose But if you do, he fucking shows up and scares you, and then you have to go back and make one of the other choices again, which is why it pissed me off, because I was Mm. just like, oh, what happens if you... To me, like it says he's the thief of destiny or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I thought that that would have been like another a good branch. I wish in a strange way, which I, I really appreciate Black Mirror for what they did, I almost wish they had turned the volume up just more. Like make truly your experience completely different from his. Like yeah. make choices that change the entire dynamic of what you see. Like it takes you down a completely different path. It does if you don't if you don't follow Colin. It, but what happens is if the if thing about it dropping it loops you at, back around and forces you to because when what happens? No, no, it doesn't. It did for me. <laughs> it see, didn't for me. Um, it, when I went to go see the psychiatrist, I hit a dead end. It made me go back and I follow Colin. Not like me. so it was like I wish you went left and you get a completely different movie like that isn't intertwined like, I, I I went through a sequence where I didn't follow Colin and I did not talk to the, the psychiatrist about my mom and it 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 shortened the movie significantly yeah but it um the thing is if you follow Colin everything that he tells you happens yeah 
And so he introduces all those concepts to you. And if I he do doesn't, if he doesn't, and he says like people pretend to be your relatives and everything that he tells you about PAX happens. I kind of wish too that there were no dead ends. Like you, when you get to an end, it, the movie ends and it would force, but I could see oh, that people. That would be so annoying. I, that would be frustrating I, yeah, to have to start that. over. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, they beta tested that. Time, yeah. They, yeah, I could see that. You having to go through that bus ride again. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, I kind of did appreciate that it was just like, hey, do you want to do like an abbreviated version of this again where it yeah. just kind of catches you up? And I mean, I, but it shows you the breadcrumbs though, and they're not always the same. Well, if, right, if you I, keep if you keep choosing the same choice, I, I like that there's like alternate takes where it's like, it's like the recap, you know, where you get it's getting you back to here, but it's like the actor, like the actors are doing like a lazier take. He's just like, I've been through this already. Like, yeah, this sucks. He'd be like, yeah. We've met already. I told yeah. you this. Yeah, <laughs> that was very funny. Um, the deliverables for this movie or experience was probably a fucking nightmare because this is beyond editing at this point. This is like edit. This is like you almost Whoa. need development. They, um, I think they shot it chronologically, like each path, so it wasn't like they were in. They were in a place and then they shot several different um, scenes in that place. It was like they shot that place and they shot another place. They shot another place, started at the beginning and did the whole thing over again. Right. So it wouldn't confuse the actors, basically. I sure. think filming would have been a problem. I think the the prep would have been the most intensive part. Like yeah. planning all of this out. I right. think that would have been the most well, strenuous. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. even beyond planning, though, just think about the, just as an editor, right? Mm-hmm. As somebody who's edited before and you've turned in deliverables for something. Just think about what those deliverables look like for yeah. you. Cause honestly, I'm going to tell you what this reminded me of. You guys. Oh, man. Did you were you guys doing filmmaking when you had to program DVD menus? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what this was for yeah. me. Like, <laughs> that, like, okay. So and I remember how annoying that shit was. Dog. Too. <laughs> well, so how long you been doing film, Chandler? I'm a baby. It's been a little, little bit of time. Little I don't even want to say on my. Okay, yeah. and it's kind of the same with you, Martin. I mean, you've been around I've, for I've been around for a little. <laughs> yeah, did you ever yeah. deal with the DVD era? Nah. So programming DVDs was a. a first of all, I'm glad we're past that. But so it, think about it, like. Um, you know, when you put in a DVD and you can go to like the chapters, you can go like, oh, chapter five. And that takes you to this point in the movie. So when you, when back when we used to have to like burn DVDs from like something that you edited, you had to program all of that. Right. So it's like if you wanted you had to take the movie and you had to make like chapter points and then you had to like tell the chapter, you know, you have to like make a, an avatar for it and say, yo. When somebody clicks this button, it takes you into 30 minutes and 11 seconds into the film. And then, you know, when you get done with it, you can either loop back around to this point in the menu that you chose it from, or you can loop back to the main menu. Like, it was a lot of different branches. I would imagine pre-production was something like that. Pre-production was probably extremely heavy. Yeah. I, I thought the branching was on this was really impressive in that. I mean, now, so my Roku is like the cheapest Roku, and sometimes when it would switch from me having the choices on screen to one of them playing, there would be like a flash frame of black. Uh-huh. So I could see the seams a little bit. I think if I was like on a MacBook or something, that wouldn't have happened. Right. But I just thought it was really neat how it is mostly a seamless experience. I mean, uh-huh. it, it plays like a film. If you took out the the graphic of the choice, it would still be paced like a real movie. Like a real movie. Yeah, I agree. I even like the little transitions in between while you're making decisions. I like, I like that it didn't stop. It yeah. doesn't you stop. Know, yeah, it, the music it, keeps going. People keep talking about the decision. Yes. It's really neat. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. You know, I, I think the previs on this was very, I think, I think the way that the experience was presented to us was flawless. You know, I can't see the process getting too much better. 
than this. I um, think it's to me, this is the apex of this format because like, I don't know how invested I could be. Maybe I can, but I don't know how invested I could be in a choose your own adventure story. That's like a, a more traditional, like a narrative. straightforward one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the self-aware meta textual nature of this makes it fun because it's about the format that it is. Right. I don't know if I would want to just watch a movie that's I'm making the choices. No. I don't want this to be a thing that's copied, like you know, yeah. the slow mo in the Matrix. Like, but it will be. Right. It yeah. will be, but and I don't want it. That's what I was saying. Yeah. I don't know how you could do it this well again. This but, almost seems like something that would come at the end of that fad, right? Yeah. But it's at the beginning, so it's kind of already broken. There's going to be like a not another teen movie, choose your own adventure, <laughs> Sharknado, S- scary movie, oh scary movie eight. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like back to Easter eggs, though. Um, so with the St. Juniper Hospital thing, though, mm-hmm. that makes me because his doctor's at St. Juniper Hospital, and we know what we know um, beyond San Junipero, which is where I first remember seeing St. Juniper Hospital. I got to go back in the universe again because mm-hmm. I don't mind watching Black Mirror 20 times because it's different every time, right? right? But we really, you know, San Junipero is like the futuristic version of technology from that hospital and what right. it does for people um, who are terminally ill or, you know, just at their, their end of life. And then watching um, Black Museum, mm-hmm. you learn about all the fucked up stuff that happened there. Right. So it's what's happening to Stefan, just like a fucked up thing that was happening with technology at St. Junipero. Because mm. oh. he does die. I mean, St. Juniper, excuse Saint me. St. Juni- Juniper. He dies in St. Juniper, yeah. yeah. I mean, I took the relation as like San Junipero. I mean, spoilers for that is basically a story where it's a good ending, but they're dead at the end. Mm-hmm. And in the train ending on this, he dies in the San Juniper Hospital, where it's a good ending, but he's like dead in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I. That's why I think they called it San Juniper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, the same concept. His, I don't know, spirit. We'll go with that word. Is off with his mom, you know, and it's yeah. he's happy, you know, and and he's with. Another dead person. Well, St. Jude the Hospital also exists in the Black Mirror, the Black Museum episode. All those fucked up like technology experiments that they oh, were yeah. doing, where they put the lady in the fucking teddy bear and like, or implanted her into the, someone's brain, and then the thing with the all that was happening in that same hospital, where the guy was like experiencing yeah. <laughs> pain and sex for other people, like that thing, like all that was happening there. So, uh, so in talking about um, the mu- what was the museum episode? Black, Black Museum, museum. Mm-hmm. is that supposed? Are we supposed to be watching that like that is the final install? If this is if Black Mirror is a world and it's contained between 1984 and Black Museum, is that I think like San Junipero is in further into the is future. further into the future than Black Museum? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe maybe that's what somebody needs to do is create a timeline of events when it comes to the world of Black. Because what it's starting to feel like is that. There's these there's small interwoven connections between episodes, but if you lay it all out linear, you know, linear on a timeline, maybe I don't know if it's timeline plus geography, but there's somehow where all of these are like the th- they thread well, together. I, they do. So one of the that makes me question where we are in time in other episodes because the ticker is making it seem like it's Christmas of this year, right? Mm-hmm. So and when you're seeing Pearl, right, developing Bandersnatch. So th- some things haven't happened yet. So <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Uh, spoil, just fun fact: There's a church in the building that we record the podcast, and we're recording this on a Sunday. So what you hear is like a pastor asking about bagels. It's hilarious. Yes, about he. Just, we're I'm, we're talking, Locks and we bagels. just hear someone yell, "Lots of bagels!" And I'm like, "But you guys are." It's a black church too. Yeah, That's yeah. a really weird thing for a black pastor to be yelling. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, when you watch the ticker, some of the technology hasn't been introduced yet, so. I'm curious where those things occur in time because they were talking about like the bees mm -hmm. from um, what's that episode? The bee drones are hated, and hated, hated in the nation. Hated. Well, they're they're just they're just saying that the technology is invented, so it hasn't been implemented yet. So that that's in the future. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the same thing with the grains in the entire history of you. So that makes me think that like crocodile may be something set like right now, but the entire history of you is something further in the future, which means that the other one. Um, with the soldiers, mm -hmm. that's also set farther down the line because they have the same technology in their in their implanted. I just also. choose not. I actually just choose not to go that far with it. I just I I, I don't think I that you at, had to at yeah, a certain point, but yeah. now that they've united the universe, no, I'm thinking I, about I those at, things. I look at the Easter eggs as just you know they. I think they just go oh let's connect that let's connect that. Some of it's for fun. Some of it's I don't look at it to explain things. For that's kind of yeah. what I thought too. I mean, but but you're saying you think that this is they're purposefully weaving a connectivity between all these stories. I don't yes. think that it was there in the beginning. I don't mm -hmm. think that that was the intention. I thought, I think that it was just an anthology and right. now it's kind of like we're, they've united the universe with this. Yes. I, think I think all I think this stuff happens in us. the same yeah. world. It, yeah, it does. I, I That's what Bandersnatch possible. did. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think that it was all happening in the same world be, at, initially to mm -hmm. your point. And I don't think that that was even something that they were considering. But now, well, no, Black Mirror. I mean, Black Museum kind of introduces us to that. Black with the cookies, yeah, with the cookies, and that's from White Christmas, right? So, in my mind, well, not even with the cookies, just with the with the entire with the stories themselves, like, like true. you know, showing us little pieces of artifacts from different stories inside that museum, right? So, I think that was the intention of Black Museum to to make us start saying, "Hey, are these worlds, you know, do is they, this are one they universe? perpendicular?" Yeah, yeah so. I, I, but but I'm saying Bandersnatch further united it Correct. even more because because I'd say that episode like weaved two other episodes to it and then like now it's like no no all this happens right see in the same world but it's a timeline thing I'm, that's what I'm saying I think sure. it's what you're saying I, I don't think they're happening at the same time and I'm starting to look at it like Bandersnatch is the origin of this and mm -hmm. and the reason why I'm saying that is because of 1984 Four, yeah um and then you know we're seeing references to things that are being developed that are going to become part of the ecosystem and Black Mirror into the future if we're going by the dates that they're giving mm -hmm. us. So I'm looking at it like the concept of what Black Mirror, it's almost like this is parallel to real life. The concept of what technology is, is derivative of what 1984, you know, what happened, the premonitions of 1984. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like, I don't know, like it's just leading us to a place and I don't know exactly where so, it's leading well, I us. In my opinion, if you if you feel everything creates a continuity and a full story, wouldn't Metalhead be the end? Because they imply that that's kind of the apocalypse mm. has occurred. So but, but wouldn't Metalhead be well, the end? Metal Metalhead could be a transition. It could be a transition. Yeah, You're right. it, it could, could be, be a transition. They, they beat the robots and rebuild, and right, you become nosedive or something. So yeah. I, I don't know, but that but that's what's making it interesting to me is that somebody needs to almost lay this out. Uh, on a timeline. I, I don't think it's that deep. I think there. I think a little bit is fan service. I think a little bit is fucking with us. I think a little bit is what's his last name Booker. I think, I think Booker going. Yeah, sprinkle this shit in here and see what happens. Like I think some of it is fun 
fan service and actual continuity. I think we won't. I think we won't really know. I think the, those possibilities are all you know plausible, but I yeah. think we won't really know until this next season to see like how much way, more interweaving they do. I kind of don't want to know. I like the fact that it creates so much conversation. Like I like that the one episode contradicts another, and and there's a, a Easter egg in one episode, and and it's not in another. Like I, I kind of like. So it. So you wouldn't yeah. want this to be a, a containment in like a timeline of of an alternate universe i i, I, I like i wouldn't I want it to affect the story yeah i, I wouldn't um, want it either yeah. i like it, the kind of said the cost of the story i wouldn't want them to do that i enjoy I for what that. it is i i agree too but i feel like there's there's always a potential for someone to fuck it up but they've continued to surprise us yeah. so with so so i in the entire history of you is like my favorite black mirror then when i saw crocodile i was like wah, wah. but now that i know that they're all the same universe right um potentially it makes me less mad because right. <laughs> it's just like, oh, this is what happened with that technology at this point, Yeah. Um, which is actually the opposite. The stories are the technology for the stories is, is very similar. But what actually happens is the opposite. Right. Because they can replay your memories in Crocodile. But she's like constantly having to clean up. Right. Whereas he's working backwards to say, like, I have these suspicions and then it causes him to do something bad. Right. So, I, I mean... I'm not mad at it, knowing now that it's the same universe. So in my mind, it wasn't. Yeah. And when it wasn't, I was like, well, this is. It just is. Yeah. I'm just like, this is just you regurgitating something. Sure. The technology. What was bothering me was the technology was the same. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, that's not exciting. We've seen it. Does right. that make sense? Well, yeah. yeah. But now that they've united it, I'm like, well, then. It makes this, it more interesting. It makes it more interesting because then it's like, oh, well, you're not necessarily. If if we're saying this all this te- all this technology in, exists in the same universe, then it's like well, different things can happen with that technology, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. Does yeah. that make sense? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, because that's reality. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 create, you know, telescopes are created, and then all of a sudden they're used in you know for a military function. You know what I'm saying? It's like technology <laughs> and porn. Does that. Like yes, yeah, that, <laughs> like it's it, that's crazy. Um, yeah, that wow. that. Go ahead. Martin. Well, how do you feel about this as far as like a, I guess, a Black Mirror experience that you're experiencing? Because I know I like um, probably one of the best like choose your adventure video games is like Walking Dead season one. I think that's like the closest. Um, is the that closest, the Telltale? Uh, yeah, game? the Telltale. It's yeah. like the closest adaptation to, I think, what that, the Walking Didn't Dead. Didn't they do it in The actual, Last of Us as well? Um, well, Last of Us is, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily choose your adventure though. I mean, I, I think. It might be, but I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think it's like like Telltale. Telltale is strictly about like your choices and okay. stuff. It's way closer to this. Mm-hmm. And at the end of every Telltale like episode, they kind of show you like seventy seven percent chose to do this. People chose to do this, and Netflix has all that information. So how do you feel about them using that information? Maybe selling it to people like this dude. He always chooses chops up the dad. This dude ch- yeah. chopped up a woman. Like, <laughs> well, I th- that's kind of scary in a little way. They're definitely compiling yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think, think, I think that eventually down. they're going to tell us too, or maybe they'll incorporate it into one of their stories. Into one of their storylines. I mean, I, I kind of, haven't they kind of already with, isn't that the uh, dance, the shut up and dance. Shut up and dance. They've kind of already told what, us that this is what this is. So like, that's, in terms of unoriginality in that universe, I feel like this is derivative of playtest and shut up and dance. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, playtest. Yeah, yeah. That that's they the other were one. Um, 
that they were saying like, oh, you're playing the game and all this fucked up stuff happens to you. But no, no, it's happening to you for real. Yeah. And you don't understand. You don't even know that, that that it's going to affect you in this way. And then Shut Up and Dance was about him, about choices, just yeah. like Bandersnatch. So, but I'm again, I'm not mad at it. I'm mm. not once that once I know that it's United, I'm not. I'm not mad that they're weaving it together. Yeah, but just to answer your question, Martin, that'd be so fucked up that yeah. you know, and 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 I'm not, like, I'm not so sure that that's not happening. You could see like years into the future, like choose your adventure game or choose your adventure movies being like a trend, mm-hmm. and everybody being like choosing different things, and then they sell it to the police like this guy is more likely to do this. So then it becomes Minority like, Report. The FBI, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like they they could arrest you before you even do something just because of the choices you make. Yeah. Like, that's like an anime called Psychopaths or whatever. Right. Nobody knows, but yeah, that's like that's like <laughs> yeah. a really uh, interesting thought. Yeah. Well, then, th- then that gives a little bit more credence to the to the Philip K. Dick poster. Then mm-hmm. it's like, I, I mean, I think in a weird way they're they're either fucking with us, they're either fucking with us saying, "Ha, ah, this is what it could be," or they're fucking with us saying, "This is exactly this is what, what the is. fuck we're doing." Like we already doing and, it. Hey, man, we left the bread trails, the breadcrumbs, yeah. and the Easter eggs for y'all to figure it out, and you didn't. Well, I mean, if you have to think about like technology and things that we do that we think are benign that can ultimately fuck us anyway Mm -hmm. so especially as an african-american person i am really really interested in my ancestry and and all that good stuff to tell me more about you know the history of me genetically Mm -hmm. but i think 23 and me has already been used in two cases to convict people where they had their dna Mm. so it's like Damn, I, wow. I haven't I haven't done any dirt, but like, what if I don't know what the future is gonna hold? Then I'm wow. in crocodile. I'm having to like figure out how to cover this shit up. You know what wow. I mean? So that's crazy. And I mean, I I could say with certainty I would not be involved in anything like that, but I never know. Like, right. you know what I mean? In my in my mind today, I wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, and to piggyback, I mean, I think that was the moral of the crocodile um, episode mm-hmm. is that she didn't. Her shit, her shit escalated very fast, and she thought, "Oh, I'm just gonna do this one thing, and it'll go away." Or, I mean, but it was a, it was a moment of, of passion. It was a moment of, of anger. And I mean, for all intents and purposes, before that moment, she was a, a pretty normal human being. Mm-hmm. And, and then she chose to. She thought she was one person, and she became like this whole. Yeah, other and then she, person. she murdered someone. I mean, and, and you know, there's probably some stats out there that there are a lot of crimes of passion. People get pissed off and they murder someone, and they just spiral, spiral, spiral. So you yeah. never know. But this other decision that you made this long time ago is like I really liked Crocodile Tears. Actually, that's one of my yeah. favorite episodes. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it too. Just because I, I'm not gonna say I understood the character, but it was like you understood. She she made a it was a crime of passion, right? And then she's trying to cover it up, but it's just you're right. It just keeps spiraling and yeah. spiraling and spiraling. It's a brothers film. So at the end, when she has the tear, based on the title, you, you don't know if I, you don't know how to feel with her. You're like, damn, do I feel sorry for her? Do I not feel sorry for I her? I definitely or, didn't. I know, but I mean, <laughs> I, I could see an argument for being like, damn, like yo, you made a very bad decision, and 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 all you wanted to do was get to your daughter, right? You know what I mean? So like, it's this: what is good and what is evil? Agree. And I like that about Black Mirror. It, it does bring up a lot of questions about what is good, what is evil, and, and definitely. why. Definitely agree. Yeah. Side, side note, if we're talking about Black Mirror and coming into like the, act, the actuality of what life really is, I wish that the first episode would play out in today's time in America as opposed to like... <laughs> oh, you mean the national anthem? Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. I wish it would play out. Definitely. The princess is definitely fucking dying. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, well, he's I not. just want to see the prime minister fuck a pig <laughs> or, or whoever. You, you wouldn't know. rather see the P-tape? The, the P-tape. The P-tape, like with the, in Russia with the prostitutes. 
Yeah, you. Oh, see, mm. we we could we could put him in shut up and dance. Maybe yeah. that's the, that's what oh, what he's that, experiencing. Got you. Hmm, that's interesting. He peed on the prostitutes, yeah. and now it's like yeah. all these things he has to do to avoid it getting exposed. That would be great. Like I just good job bringing this full circle back to R. Kelly. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too, right? That's funny. Any, anything else we need to cover before we wrap this up, guys? I, I mean, I just want to say like. With this whole the whole format, I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed it as like a video game experience. Personally, I favor a traditional narrative film more. That's what this taught me. Um, because yeah. I didn't get an emotional catharsis out of this. I would say, I, like, I had a good time, but I mean, I remember when I got to the first ending that I got to, I was like, oh, that's okay. That's a sort of impactful thing. But then I don't even remember what ending that was because I looped back so many times that eventually it just became this thing where it's it, all I remember is making the choice. And so none of the story stuck with me. Right. I, I think I just prefer a film where a director makes those choices, makes those choices. and takes me on a journey. Yes, so I, I think agree. it's 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 marketing. Right. So it's all it is. It's it's a video game repackaged as a choose your own adventure movie because yeah. video games have been doing this forever, right? It's like playing Myst. Like, you you know that if you make wow. this decision... Wow, I dropped a Myst reference. First of all, that's how long ago I fucking played video yeah. games. <laughs> so, but a it's, huge it's, amount of people don't even know what that is. Right, but like, you know, if I take if I take you the red pages, eventually, like, the red guy's gonna fuck me up. Um, and you know when you made the wrong choices, that led you there. So, that being said, like, if... But you know that when you're sitting down to play Myst, that you're playing a video game, mm-hmm. that that's what's happening. When they remarket it to you as a choose your own adventure movie, then your expectations of your experience are different. It's like my, um, and I use this example. My daughter had asked for like a printer for her phone. Right. And she was like, Oh, it's a zinc printer or whatever. Right. Zinc technology is called zero ink technology printing. It's a Polaroid. Right. But they're calling it, they're repackaging it as though like, Oh, this is a photo print. It's a Polaroid. It is very old technology being given to you a different way. So then you believe you're having a different experience. It's just a video game. And if you go into it with the mindset of it's a video game, it's not that cool of a video game, but then when, (laughs) but, but when you watch it as a movie, it seems like new and refreshing. I think it's genius. I'm not mad at someone being able to, to make something old, exciting again. Sure. But if, if you go into it with those expectations, like, it's a letdown. If I go into it with the expectation of it being a video game, it's yeah. a letdown. If I want the same, if I want a pure movie experience, it's also a letdown. But if somewhere in the middle I go, oh, it's really cool that they did this thing with a movie because yeah. it's important because it's not been done It's before. like interactive purgatory, man. It's right. Like, you know, it's not quite a video game. It's not quite a movie. It's just, uh, like, in between. But I, but But I just, I'm with Corey. It was something cool that they did, and it was new. It's important. It's not. It's not necessarily the best execution uh, of a movie that I've experienced. Absolutely not. But it's it's important. Right. You know yeah. what I mean. And I'm and I'm sure that someone else, even though we're saying like, how can you do it better? Someone will. Yeah. Someone well, will. You know what's interesting? I mean, I you know I was sitting here thinking while we were talking, this can be made into a theatrical experience. I would you love know. for this to be in game. If they did this with in game and all the realities that you could have from like Thanos snapping his fingers. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Yeah, it could be and and, and you know and then they could do it just like game shows do it. It's like everybody poll votes the who audience. you want and and whoever, you know, yeah, the poll of which whoever, you know, 50% of the people say they, well, 52% of the people say they want to go left. 48 go right. So we're going, the story's going left. And it can know? work the exact and same way. There's an app you log into from your fucking yeah, cell man. phone. You're sitting there and you, ch- it's time to choose a choice. You choose the choice. Yeah. I, now, I, I'm not saying I would enjoy that, but 
if the technology went to there, I think that would be pretty amazing. That would amazing. be fucking frustrating. That would be amazing. It yeah, would be, be frustrating because you, you're in there with other people. Yeah. But you know what's interesting? When they have like these horrible choices, because I, I, I definitely tried not to kill my dad a couple times um, the first time I watched it. And like you to see how sick people are that are sitting around. That'd be unnerving. Like, yeah. let's choose the fucked up thing every yeah. time. Yeah, that is. Good I just thing. don't. People would talk throughout that entire experience. <laughs> they and would. I yeah. would lose my mind. Yeah. That would definitely be yeah horror movie level talking. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, don't turn there. <laughs> um. So let's do this infamous. Speaking of interactive, let's do this infamous fill in the blanks here. Bandersnatch was blank, but if it blank, it would. It would have been or it would be blank. And I'll, I'll start it off because I, I know what I want to say here. Um, Bandersnatch was that this was an amazing rollout in terms of the technology. But if this shit is a trope to like the overall bigger picture of like this world of Black Mirror, then that shit is going to be fucking amazing. That's that's going to change the game for real to me. All right. Uh, Bandersnatch was a fun ride, but if it added more diversity to the story and the endings, it would have been a more fun experience. Hmm. Um, Bandersnatch, Bandersnatch was excellent, but if this technology has like negative negative implications in the future, <laughs> then I don't feel too good about it. <laughs> yeah. So Martin chose all the fucked up shit. I know. That's the funny thing is like when I play video games, like I usually try to pick the good parts. Like there's only one video game where I tried to go bad and I couldn't finish it. It was a Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. But like I always try to pick good. Like I can never really pick bad. And this story got me to pick like the worst decisions just because I wanted to see more content, yeah. which I didn't even think I had that in me. It's right. kind of scary. So when you, so out of curiosity, when you play like Grand Theft Auto, you don't go around shooting. I, yeah, people. I really. I mean, yes and no. I mean, I do it. I do it because you got it. You got to get money. Like you shoot <laughs> drugs. You got to get your money. But <laughs> to your point, like, you they the probably been the collecting yeah. this data since GTA. I know like. they probably have. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. I've done some terrible things. <laughs> GTA. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't want to On that note, Martin, cut Martin's mic. Uh, Bandersnatch was, um, was a childlike experience. Mm -hmm. um, but if it had a happy ending, we could have beat the game. I don't get that. Yeah, but we, there was there was no happy ending, so I didn't feel like I beat the game. I feel like I oh, lost the game every single time. Happy. I, okay. I, I'm sort of on that note too. I would say Bandersnatch was a very innovative and fun experiment, but if it had a better handle on the story it was trying to tell, it would have produced a better catharsis for me, the viewer. Interesting. I thought you guys would have. I, I thought I was going to come in here and you guys are going to be like, this is the best shit ever. I did like this it. I don't mean to sound negative. I thought yeah. it was so cool. Well, I, yeah, it, was, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I'm never going to watch it again. Right. But yeah, I, I, I didn't probably will that. end up watching it again because these fuckers are probably going to put even more Easter eggs and I'm going to feel compelled to. Yeah, but that's what uh, I hope because now happen. I have to go back and I have to go back and watch other stuff to right. see if I miss something, which I'm not mad at because I can watch Black Mirror a million times. Yeah. But. Yeah, I just I, I don't really want to go back to Bandersnatch, but I do want this to make sense to the entire universe of Black Mirror. I really do. Like I like I, I feel now that they've introduced and that we've kind of introduced it on you know this podcast, I, I will feel cheated if that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. 
Um, but cool, man. So I guess we'll just leave Bandersnatch right here. Um, I know I, I'm, I'm very curious to see if our point of views line up with a lot of people that were on our timeline, because I'm not going to lie. I got a lot of personal DMs and requests for us to do this episode. So um, from the people that, you know, are are very loyal listeners and you guys know who you are, man. Um, I, you know, we need you guys to weigh in on this one because I really want to know what y'all thought about Bandersnatch, especially since you guys were asking if we were bringing out this Bandersnatch episode and we delivered. So we need you to deliver now. Um, share it with a friend, comment, respond, you know, all that cool shit, man. We need this to grow. We need topics. Um, and uh, that's it, man. We we appreciate your listenership. Chandler, you want to throw out your, your IG again? Your Yeah, the IG is at Chandler. Not only it's spelled C-H-A-N-D-L-E-R-N-U-N-N-A-L-L-Y. Absolutely dope, bro. And um, yeah, man, you you know the routine with Kinda Movie Critics. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Kinda K I N D A Movie Critics, and on uh, Instagram, or excuse me, on Twitter at Kinda Movie Crits C R I T S. And we are uh, not only on Apple Podcasts and you know Google Music and Google Podcasts. We're also on uh, you know SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, Spotify. I mean, we're we're kind of everywhere, man. So you have no excuse uh, to not to not put us on your, you know, put us on your list of podcasts you listen to when they pop up. So we appreciate you uh, on this particular journey, man. And remember, we call ourselves kind of movie critics because we kind of are and we're kind of not. We're just a bunch of people that like to watch movies. This has been an on ear network production.